last time on Dice and Dreary, the group had narrowly escaped the wrath of Vasil von Holtz as he tore through Velaki. He killed Van Richten and left much of the town to burn. The next day, the group gathered up their things and took Van Richten's wagon west. Uh, headed west along this road, it's colder than it used to be. The road is uh, a simple, simple dirt road, uh, a little bump, little bumpy, but you're able to uh, get some rest. Someone will have to drive, but the other two could rest. But you are also coming off of uh, a long rest. You guys are in this wagon on your way west. Uh, what are you uh, doing? Any thing in particular, or just heading along the path? Well, um. I would like to send Bergern up to kind of watch over the path ahead of us. Okay. And I would like, Sprocket, if you're okay with it, to play with this magic ring that I found and uh, would uh, and fiddle with it and figure out the majesties of what it does. Yeah, so you've got... The, the ring and the hat that you've pulled, you've both, you've identified them both, I believe. Um, the ring is the ring of mind shielding, and uh, the hat is a hat of disguise. But before we do that, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think at the end of the last episode that we were pretty, I, I think, I think we both thought that the ring might do well in, um, Disguising that pesky little thing about me, you know, reading as undead to everyone um, <laughs> might hide that. But um, we want to figure out the hat. That's up to you guys. What? I'm thinking the hat would be best with Irina. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can wear it and it'll make me a foot taller. Will it make you a foot taller? That's as high as I could go. So I could be like, you know, four and a half feet instead of three and yeah, a half that's feet. that's not... That's not really going to help us, and it might disguise me, but if I'm hanging out with a gnome, and just a reminder to the audience, we have met no one but humans in yes. this place. And so uh, the gnome sticks out like a sore thumb. It's about the same size. Um, and so just hanging out with Sprocket, it kind of identifies us whether I look like I have eyes or not. But... Yeah, I'm kind of with you. It's like if we can, um, if we can claim that Irina is like our new friend. Um, well, here's what I'm thinking. We're a group. We're pretty well known as the Blind Ranger, the Gnome, and the Human Female. So if we can make her look like, say, an Orc male, wow, people will think we're an entirely different group. Because clearly we don't have the human female. Um, so you're going to Shrek her, is what you're saying. Well, she could take it off. <laughs> um, do you think that a Barovian people will react well to an orc or half orc? Why wouldn't they? Because I don't know that they've seen a good orc. Or I don't know that they've actually seen an orc, now that I think about it. We have not well, seen orcs here. We haven't seen half-orcs here. We haven't seen elves here. Then they shouldn't matter. They wouldn't have any preconceived notions. Orcs are a bit imposing. 
Yeah. Well, whatever she thinks like, is best, really. Okay, but at, long story short, Irina should get the hat. And, you know, worst case scenario, somebody comes looking for Irina, and we've already left her at the Abbey. And this is why, our new friend, Bob. Why we? We're not even the same group. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I like it. Uh. So yeah, she she uh, she so, takes the hat. I believe uh, she'll need to attune to the hat uh, as well as the ring, and that'll take an hour. And uh, and like normal, she has said nothing. Uh, she, this entire time. <laughs> she just can't get a she, word in edgewise. No objection to be looking like an orc. Well, I, actually, Irina, do you know what an orc is? I have uh, never never seen this creature you talk of. Are they like in story? I mean, have you heard of them? I, uh, I I do not think so. Let, let, let me give her a history check. Actually, let's see if she does know. Yeah. Let's just. I'm I'm just really curious now. Does she know what elves and dwarves are too? Uh, I do not know what the uh, this orc you say is. I I am familiar with elves. Uh, there are there are elves here, though they are there are not many. They uh, we call them dusk elves. They live. Uh, they live out out in the uh, out in the wilds of this land. Oh, uh, they okay. are they are oh. older than Barovia itself. Dust elves, you say? From where I come from, we call them dust bunnies. No, no dusk with a K. Oh, okay, that makes more yes. sense. Dusk? Are they drow? Uh, she said, "No, no, they are. No, they're pretty they cheery." Are, uh, <laughs> they they are like elves, but they are uh, their their complexion is a bit a bit gray. Huh. Interesting. Kind of like Crethen lately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, um, well then, Sprocket, would you mind taking the wheel, uh, figuratively? Okay. And Which one? Let, uh, back left. <laughs> yes. Uh, just, uh, you know what? I tell you what, just take the reins for a little bit. And we'll worry about the wheel later. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm learning how to deal with Crethen. It's I easier uh, to just bring the whole wagon than just one of the wheels. <laughs> All right. So, um, I am going to snag the ring and, um, probably I, if I can, I'd like to go inside. Yeah. This is a covered and wagon. So you you can definitely rest up inside, and there's a little there's a little window you can open, so you can still talk to Sprocket outside. And we'll just leave that closed. A short rest is <laughs> uh, you're not actually sleeping. You're um, yeah. you're still awake. You're just you know resting up uh, to a tune. You must focus on the item uh, for the duration of the short Sorry. rest. Well, I don't I don't want to start that yet. Okay. The first thing I want to do. Is as I'm getting inside, I'm I'm like visibly starting to shake, because um, I've you know I'm 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 trying to kind of hold things together in the presence of everyone else, but he, Cretan is very concerned at this point, and he remembers finding a mirror in um, in Rictavio's or Rudolph's uh, leather case. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to get that out and kind of take a deep breath 
and look at himself to see if he appears. Uh, yes, you do appear. You see yourself. Uh, you oh, you have no eyes. It, it well, looks I'm wearing, kind of I'm wearing the scarf. Though. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's um, uh, you've just got a scarf over your eyes. It's a little weird seeing yourself with your eyes covered. All right. Well, he takes a deep breath, and that's that's kind of a relief. And he um, very briefly thinks that he should try to see Irina through the mirror, but decides against it. Why don't you give me a perception check while you look at this mirror? Oh, no. I don't like it when you do that. <laughs> 20. A 20. So you're looking into this mirror um, and uh, just the nature of the the, the wagon that you're in, uh, you do catch a glimpse of Irina in the mirror. Um, but as you are uh, as you are looking in this mirror at your own face, you see over your shoulder this dark shadow. It almost looks like a, a shadowy hand just kind of reaching out for your shoulder. And when you turn around quickly, it's no longer there. And you look back in the mirror and there's nothing but yourself and the wagon. If I still have that first curse on me, I'm going to be pissed because I'm I died. Should that curse could get off me by then? <laughs> if curses worked that way, maybe. <laughs> oh. Curse is a curse, of course, of course. <laughs> Sprocket, uh, <laughs> what are you doing on this trip? Well, uh, about how long is the trek to the lake tower? Uh, to the lake tower, it'll probably take you about five hours. Okay. So, I figure we decide we'll just switch off halfway. So, I'll spend the first... You didn't say that before. I'm staying in there five hours. Well, I'll get tired. (laughs) Then I'll just pull the wagon over, and you can either take over, or we'll just sit there. (laughs) So, Sprocket's actually kind of in his element, up riding the wagon, and... It's going to be a, you know, a, a... a gas running automobile by the time we get out of here. <laughs> Making improvements along the At way. At some point, he's got it's a couple of ideas. <laughs> Just needs to be able to take the time to do it. Uh, so you, uh, after about an so, hour uh, traveling this path uh, through the woods, you can see a clearing up ahead and a, a stone bridge uh, that you guys, it's a little, little bumpy, but it's a moss covered narrow stone bridge that you, cross over a river uh, running south underneath it. And just beyond the bridge, uh, you arrive at a crossroads uh, that uh, there is the sort of a T intersection or not a T intersection, a cross intersection. Uh, The path just should have stuck with crossroads. I know that was good. (laughs) There is a uh, north and south road. Uh, and to the north, you can see that it uh, kind of bends off to the west in into the woods, deeper into the woods, and is a darker path. Straight ahead, veers to the south a bit, and uh, to the left seems to uh, double back a little bit and follow the river down to the south. And uh, 
all, just off the road uh, where these these paths all meet, you can see a post sticking out of the ground like it once held a sign that has been broken and is uh, fall, fallen off into the brush. You can actually see uh, a bit of the wooden sign sticking out of the brush there. Which, uh, which one of these paths do you want to take? Hey, Crescent, are you done primping in there? <laughs> I guess interrupted I come out, huh? Or poke my or poke my head out the window. Hey, you remember which way we're supposed to go? Um, let's consult the map. Okay. Uh, as you get pull, you can pull this to a stop to, uh, to figure out which way to go and pull out your map. You hear some rustling uh, in the bushes. Crossroads just are not our friends. They seem to be coming from where the sign uh, has been broken off. You can see a little bit of a uh, shaking in the shrubs. So do we know which way we're going yet? Uh, consulting the map? Give me a, give me a survival check. Just to find the quickest route. 15. 15 and an 18. That's, that's more than enough. You know that you're headed to um, the north. Okay. How uh, I say we get out of here. How tall are the bushes? Uh, the bushes to you would probably be about like chest height. To? To, to sprocket. To sprocket? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, and then it quickly becomes forest. Well, anything hiding in the bushes can't be that big, then. You, you, you want to investigate? What if it's another dog? Have you seen another dog? No, but I didn't see this one before we found him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, uh, look, I, 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 you know, if you remember the last time we heard rustling at a Hello! crossroad, it didn't turn. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, you hear uh, the rustling suddenly stop, and there's silence. I'm gonna glance at uh, I'm gonna glance at Gizmo, and is this like is Gizmo growling or Gizmo wagging his tail, sniffing the air? Uh, t- tail is down, sniffing the air like something is out there. Sprocket, we we need to go. We have not found many good things in this world. All right, fine. We're gonna go. Where? What, by the way, where is where is Irina? Uh, Irina's in the the wagon. She's probably sticking her head out as well, looking to see what's going on. Did she see me looking at her in the mirror? Uh, no, no, she did not. I, I was intending to do that by myself. She was off doing her own thing in the wagon. All right, so you, you're just heading off north? Yep, guess we're just going to keep going. All right, so you uh, turn the wagon to the north. Uh, and just as you just as you get going on that path, there is a massive clap of thunder. It almost sounds like lightning struck right next to you. And uh, I need each of you to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, 23 for me. 23 and a 6. 
and then for Irina, she got a 20. All right, so that means that Crethen, you got a six, it looks like. Uh, so you're going to take eight damage as uh, this shockwave rocks the, the the wagon here, almost tipping it over. Uh, you take eight damage and you're knocked back into the wagon. Uh, Irina and Sprocket, you both take four. Uh, four damage and you're not knocked back, but it, it is a loud noise and your ears are ringing. And Sprocket, as you kind of shake the shake the cobwebs out of your head, uh, you know, shake, gain your senses again after that massive explosion, you can see that there are uh, eight shrubs that are moving out of the the edges of the forest and coming at your wagon. And let us all roll initiative. So we're fighting bushes. Yes. There are uh, eight bushes that have surrounded this wagon. Uh, a couple up in front, a few in the back, and uh, on one side. The side to your east is clear. And uh, Crethen, you are up first with your 24. You are currently in the wagon, uh, so you don't know that these shrub creatures are here. Uh, you can hear noises outside cracking and rustling of, of bushes and things as your ears slowly stop ringing. Uh, but you're you're in the back of this wagon. What do you do? Well, I'm gonna try to um, come through. Can I come? Th- can I come through the window? Uh, there's a little to the front. Yeah, there's a little door there. A little half door okay. you can open up. Yeah. So yeah, obviously I want to figure out what happened there. So as you emerge, you can see uh, three of these shrub creatures up front and uh, two to your left. And they they appear to be humanoid in form, uh, look like tiny humans, uh, a little bit smaller than Sprocket, but they are made out of twisted twigs and branches and their hair is a shrub. And they they do not look friendly as they're closing in around you. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. You're the ranger. What are these things? Do, do I know what these things are? Give me a nature check. With a 12, 12 you uh, you think that they are some kind of uh, awakened plant. You've heard of them and probably experienced awakened plants before. Uh, but you've never seen these kind. So I assume I don't know their their great weakness that makes them run shrieking into the woods you do not <sighs> what do I need to roll for that uh, you would need to roll a much higher nature <laughs> <laughs> so what's a uh, what, what's your move can I draw my crossbow and fire once mm-hmm. yes you can okay uh, a 17, 17 hits and a six damage, uh, your your shot just obliterates one of these that just falls into a pile of sticks. Oh, wow. Nice. And uh, you hear from I, your right side in the wait, trees. Wait, I, I have to go. I have to kind of nod and go, aha, like that. <laughs> I, I don't know why. <laughs> you you hear from the the right side of you where there are no none of these uh, shrub creatures. 
from from the woods, kind of high up in a tree, you hear a voice that says, no, what? No! Are you staying put, Crethen? You're just staying uh, on this front seat next to Sprocket? Uh, yeah. Okay, Sprocket, you're up next. Uh, you've got two twig blights uh, ahead of you, two to the left, and uh, that voice you heard from the woods to the right. And you're aware of some more behind you. Well, you want thunder? I can show you thunder. <laughs> so I'm going to prep a thunder round and fire at one of the twig blights. Da twig blights. All right. Sorry, having there we go. So Ooh, 21, twenty-one is definitely a hit. So I have six killed. That I'm guessing. Oh, and I probably don't need to add the extra damage. No, you don't. But they, that you will obliterate one of those ones. And unlike Crethens, when Sprocket fires his gun at it, there, it's just no longer there. There's a, just a hole in the ground where it used to be. <laughs> you made a litter plant crater. <laughs> <laughs> just obliterated it. Again, you hear the voice say, My twig babies, no! Show yourself, Cretan, or I'll destroy every one of them. I'm right here. <laughs> the um, the one remaining in front uh, and the two on the sides lunge towards the two of you up front. And ooh, a natural 20 for one of them and a critical fail for the other. <laughs> and a 10. So I got a, a 1, a 20, and a 10 on those rolls. Um, Pretty average. Does uh, <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> yep, average. Exactly. <laughs> Does a 23 hit you, Crethen? Maybe. And by maybe, I mean definitely. Yes. So you take three damage. Does a 13 hit you, Sprocket? No. Oh, hey, no damage for you. And a one just is nothing. And you could hear uh, from behind the wagon and feel a little bit of a, 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 a shift as you hear uh, three the three behind you jump onto the door and start hitting it. And they're just starting to wallop on the wagon. You can hear wood on wood kind of smacking. Uh, and then you hear the voice again. This is, you won't get away with that. And jumping down from the trees is this wild looking person. You can't tell if it's a man or woman, but they're, they're incredibly dirty, wearing a this stitched together animal hides. Uh, and this twisted, gnarled staff in their hands. Uh, and they r- jump out uh, onto the path and raise this staff up in their hands, and it begins to glow green, and these sp- vines with thorns on them entangle the, the staff, uh, and it starts uh, menacingly marching towards uh, you, Crethen, and, Spr- and you, Sprocket, at the front, just with a wild look in its eyes. Wait, wait, the staff? No, no, it's a, a, a wild person holding the staff. Oh, okay. All right. And uh, Irina is going to bust open the door in the back, just give it a kick, and a 17 is enough to do it, and she knocks those three onto the ground. Doesn't deal any damage to them, but the door is open. 
and she is going to take a shot with a crossbow at one of them and hits and knocks it out. Cool. So she just kind of kicked open this door, knocked him off, and let off a, a shot all in one one swift move there. Uh, and then we're we're back up to to Crethen. So you've got these uh, three of them, uh, three of them right on you, climbing up the side of this. Uh, and to your right, you have uh, this wild person who is coming at you. What do you do? I am going to first of all, as I'm dropping my crossbow. Go, which tells Bergern to go into a dive against the wild man, particularly trying to snatch his staff. Okay. So let's let's resolve that. Give me um, give me a strength check. Uh, Bergern got a thirteen. So the 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 falcon latches on to this staff. Uh, and isn't able to pull it out of uh, the wild man's hands. Uh, and the wild man just kind of flailing about with this while the bird attempts to continue holding on to it. <laughs> just flapping so how far around. Away, how far away is he? Oh, he's only like 10 feet. Okay. He's just, just so, on the edge of the, the forest coming out of it. Gotcha. So can I... While while drawing my swords, like take a running leap off of the uh, off of the carriage and at him, attacking you, him while he's distracted by you Berger. can, but you would provoke an attack of opportunity from the three that are on you, or, right, or two actually, because one is a uh, sprockets in between you and the other one, so two of them would get an attack of opportunity on you as you jump out of their reach. Yep, let's do it. All right. So those two, does uh, a 19 and a 17 hit? Yes. All right. So you take six damage, three from each. Okay. And now give me your uh, attack, your jumping attack on this wild man. Um, And actually, give me, you're going to attack either way, but give me a acrobatics check right now. This, if you succeed this acrobatics check, I'll give you advantage on your attack. And 15, fifteen does it. So yeah, you you expertly jump off of it as these uh, twig blights reach out with their pointed stick hands and scratch you. Uh, but give me your uh, attack roll with advantage. Okay. So this is this is the moon's moon touch sword. Oh, nice. and a critical Crit. hit. Nice. A 28. That's massive. So uh, give me the damage for that one. 12 damage. Is that with the crit? How yes. does that work? Yeah, that did the, cr- the, crit. the crit in there. That cool. plus three. So it was a, a nine and a three. Nice. Uh, and you, you've uh, you okay. bloodied it pretty pretty bad. Do I have do I have time to, to attack with? Uh, and actually, so, okay. Level I, five. So, yeah, like I got, I got like the 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 well the double attack, but now it's because I have dual wield. It's triple attack. Yes. So you have a you have another attack that you can make because you your second attack 
uh, will not have advantage because you've already landed. But then you can attack if you're dual wielding. You can attack with your other. Uh, so three attacks total. That got a nine. That misses. Yeah. And so there's one more. Yep. If you're using your offhand, uh, and the fourteen hits with twelve. Another twelve. Another twelve. Nice. Yeah. So this one, this guy's not looking great. I would have figured you to negotiate with him. <laughs> well, I'll I'll say as I'm finishing up, I'll say surrender. <laughs> ah, I, I accept. Surrender <laughs> as you just smack it with a sword twice, just sticking your sword through its gut. Surrender. <laughs> yes. Uh, Negotiate from a place of strength. <laughs> <laughs> Sprocket, you uh, you see Crethen leap into action uh, and leave you here with the three uh, the tr- three twigs around you. Uh, what do you do? Well, Crescent seems to have this other thing under control. So, protecting Irina's second priority, which means these must die. Gizmo, fetch! <laughs> That's great. <laughs> He's going to carry around a little twig man for the rest of the game. <laughs> He's going to keep asking us to throw it. <laughs> Alright, so I start, I'll shoot one. All right. Uh, 19. 19 definitely hits. 12 damage. And that obliterates it. And for my bonus action, I would like to cast Shield of Faith on myself. Excellent. What would be the best way to distract a plant? I suppose the water technique would work. So I pull out a little metal cylinder, stick it to my lapel, and immediately start shooting water all over the place. You got You put a clown's flower on your vest. <laughs> well, they seem, you know, be more aesthetically pleasing than the black box. <laughs> uh, these twigs that gives you them disadvantage on attacks, right? Is that how? That uh, works? No, it just raises my. It gives me plus two armor class. Oh, plus two. Okay. Um, so those the 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 two remaining twigs around you uh, lash out at you. Um, and does a 17 hit you? 17 is exact. Exact. So that one hits, the other one rolled a three and doesn't hit. Uh, so you take three damage from one of these Wait, twigs. A, oh, you have you have, you have have the plus two right now. Okay. Yep. It's like you have a higher armor class than me? Why am I always in front? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the wild man uh, who you've just laid into is uh, going to uh, wave his staff around and fling uh, Bergen off of it. Uh, And Bergen kind of takes to the sky and circles around again. And this wild man's going to slam their staff down into the ground and another thunder wave shoots out from it. Uh, And I'll I'll need everyone to make a constitution saving throw again. Oh, Ooh, natural one ten. for me. Uh, Arena, Arena's the only one who succeeded. Uh, and so that is 3d8. And nine damage for everyone. And four for Irina. And uh, 
Everyone but Irina is uh, pushed away, knocked prone. So, uh, Crethen, you're you're knocked to the ground and pushed up against the the wagon. Uh, Sprocket, you are flung from the uh, the seat there, and I actually have to. The remaining two twigs also have to make them. Uh, one of them just bursts uh, into flames and runs around. Yes. Thank you. I just <laughs> no, wanted it to happen. I it, just needed that to happen. Uh, and actually, two, the both of them there uh, are flung back into the trees. Uh, and you can you saw as they were being flung away, they turned into twigs again, uh, and were eliminated by this this thunder wave that went through. The two in the back were untouched by it. And uh, it yeah, put, he put a little bit of space between. Uh, himself and you, Crethen, as you kind of smack your head against the 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 wagon there as you're sitting on the ground. And uh, Irina, who uh, was jostled a little bit by this, but uh, managed to keep her composure, she uh, is going to take with her rapier and stab at one of these things from the back. Uh, 19 hits, and she takes it out. How many of those are left? Uh, there is one left. Okay. To which Gizmo is going to jump <laughs> Make it out. his toy. <laughs> and latch onto this thing. Let's see if he can get it. Oh. Um, that is a 17. a 17. So, yeah, he let, bites, down on, uh, bites down on this twig and just starts shaking it in his mouth and just twig arms and feet just are flying everywhere as he's just, just and when uh when it's all when he all settled and he stops he's just holding this what looks like the knot of a tree that has like a little screaming face on it do, do, do they make noise uh, they do they make like high-pitched squealing noises but uh, okay wait, wait he, so did it so, did it sound like this <laughs> a little bit. I'll use that sound effect when I edit. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I was thinking too. Oh, it almost sounds like at, at one point like a squeak toy, like a dog chewing a squeak toy. Just and uh, yeah, he's just going to continue to ch- to gnaw on this this tree knot that has a a face frozen in a constant <laughs> scream uh, as it returned back to normal wood. <laughs> and Crethen, you uh you. you Bumped your head a bit, uh, taking a little bit of damage, sitting in the mud here. Um, what do you do? This wild okay. man is standing about 10 feet away from you, uh, looking in poor shape, but very angry and holding this glowing green staff with vines and thorns all over it. Um, so uh, am, am I able to get up and attack him again? Yes. Or does that take too long? Yeah. Getting up takes half your movement. So okay, if you got but 30 he's feet, well within range. Yeah. yeah, he's 10 feet away, so you can get up, and then you'll have 15 feet of movement left. Got it. Okay. So um, I'm going to again just start yelling at him. What the hell is wrong with you? And then whistle for, uh, for Berggren again, but just charge at him as I'm whistling, thinking that he's probably going to have learned something and he's going to look to the skies, but Bear Grin's actually not coming. He's actually going 
to, as you get up and charge, yelling, like, what is wrong with you? He is going to start, just start screaming with his staff in the air, ah! and run at you as well. Uh, and <laughs> so give me your attack on him. So 20. That is a, a hit. For seven. Seven damage. Yeah, you, uh, you, you, you kill him. Uh, as your sword just goes right through his gut uh, and you see, you see him, you see him like begin to breathe his, his last breath with his dying breath. uh, You hear him say, um, he is the land and then slumps over. Well, at least we know we killed the right guy. (laughs) And uh, that's, you've managed to take all of them out. Yeah, I just made a uh, dexterity save with the uh, since I was blown off my feet. I actually did a nice little flip in the air and landed <laughs> on my feet on the ground. On your feet in the ground, uh, I but give in a my flash <laughs> <laughs> a puddle. I give my weapons a twirl and holster them. Well, then you guys, just, uh, everything is quiet I, again, and you're standing around a pile of sticks. Uh, a body on the ground in the mud, just bleeding out, and uh, Gizmo chewing on a, a knot of wood. <laughs> I'm I'm going to I'm just very very annoyed, very frustrated. Just not, I'm not going to say anything. Just get my sword and and walk back to the carriage and um just kind of muttering to myself as I go. I want to check out the body. You, uh, you start digging through the body and you find that the only thing it had on it was, um, a, uh, this gnarled wood quarter staff, which, uh, the vines have all died away and it's no longer glowing green. And, uh, it's dirty, smelly, animal pelts that were crudely sewn together to cover its body. Uh, but this thing looks like it hasn't, hasn't bathed in, in ages. And, uh, as you guys are examining this and, you know, pick, dusting yourself off, Irina, uh, digs through the shrubs and picks up the sign and kind of tries to position it on the post. And, uh, when she does, you can, clearly read uh the the weathered sign uh the are the arms indicate that uh to the west it says uh kresk and the solenka pass lake bartok to the northwest velaki and ravenloft to the northeast and bariz to the southeast so are you headed up the north road Towards Lake Bartok or Bar Bartok, and and that's and that's my uh, you know that that would be my vote. But uh, Crethen has gone. Uh, well, first of all, I'm going to guess that he got interrupted and he has not been able to attune that ring. Oh uh, no, there was about an hour and a half had gone by. Okay, so I, I was able to. Yeah, you to are, you were attuned to that ring. Uh, Irina is t- attuned to the hat, uh, and she she actually makes herself look like Ismark. Fuck that. No. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I, don't, I do not oh, understand. Why are you upset? 
He's marked just, as my brother. I don't think he liked your brother. <laughs> I just, I. Mm. What is not to like? He is, he is a good man. I agree. I don't know what Crescent's problem is. I'm glad you understand, Sparkett. <laughs> I'm glad someone. Yeah, understands I usually me. do. Fine. You just, you, you're so much. I'm very perceptive. <sighs> which way? Uh, mm. Which way should we go? I think we keep going north. That's uh, um, the closest way to the tower. Okay. Yeah. The um, is right on that with that your lake. your map skills. Uh, before you were attacked, uh, the the north path is shorter by uh, at least an hour uh, to get to the, the lake. All right. So um, in my in my uh, the process of attuning. Yes. Um, do I do I get a, a sense of like is this ring going to be able to disguise my um, uh, undeadness? So, the ring of mind shielding will uh, you are immune to magic that allows other creatures to read your thoughts, determine whether you are lying, know your alignment, or know your creature type. So yes, they would not be able. Since you're a creature type because of your you dying and all reads as undead to any kind of spell that would detect what type of creature you are, it would shield shield that, but uh, it would not return anything. So a magic user trying to cast a spell to know your creature type would be a little suspicious. Oh, the, but that okay. doesn't mean they wouldn't know. Um, right. And uh, this also means creatures can telepathically communicate with you only if you allow it. Um, You can use an action to cause the ring to become invisible until you use another action to make it visible. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. wait, But go back because I can can communicate with creatures telepathically? No, no. Only creatures can only communicate telepathically with you if you allow it. So, all right. So, I'm I'm pretty excited about that because I don't know. Wait, or, or I'll, I'll put it this way: Do I know? Um, was that? Do, do I believe that the the the, the other night, the, uh, you know, two three nights ago, when the witch came to me in the dream and tried to kill me? Yes. Do I believe that was was that her actually her forcefully? Uh, trying to psychically communicate with me, or was that just like the the inner workings of the curse? Give me an Arcana check. Ooh, a twenty-one. 20. <laughs> so, with that, uh, this being the first time you've really sat down to analyze what happened, uh, and uh, you, you're doing this over the course of your journey. You know, you've probably got. Uh, a three and a half hour journey through this densely wooded area here. Um, you you begin to think back on you know everything you know about witches and magic that you've come across, and you think with a, a twenty one arcana check, you think that you may have been cursed by a night hag, and you believe that that was not any kind of telepathic or psychic communication, but that that witch was physically there in the astral plane attacking you. Okay. Um, 
Do I know of a way to kill it? Um, you, you don't know uh, of any kind of you know surefire way to kill them other than the traditional hack and slash or <laughs> stab it, stab it through the throat. Um, however, you do know that uh, night hags and all hags in uh, in general often have covens where uh, at uh, three of them can gather together and increase their magical power. Uh, and if you're able to break the coven by killing any one of them, uh, it will lessen uh, lessen their power and make them easier to defeat. And I'm going to guess that is at the windmill. Exact wrong direction for us. So, okay. Well, good. Good to... to, to Good information to store away in the brain there. Well, you, you're traveling on this road. Uh, it's quite, it's like I said, it's going to be about three and a half hours till you get to your destination. And the trees are getting closer and closer on this path. It's not, the path goes from being a well-trodded dirt, uh, dirt path or dirt road to very narrow and rough. The horse is, is having a, uh, had to slow its pace a bit, uh, the, and the trees are closing in around you in this dense, dark forest on either side. And the canopy begins to close overhead with these branches reaching out towards your your wagon as you go by. Um, they're not actually reaching, but it has that appearance of arms reaching out at you. As you get deeper and deeper along this path, it just gets darker and more claustrophobic. Uh, so what is the, the order that you're, I'm assuming you probably will want to take some short rests uh, as you travel here and switch off uh, who's driving? That would be a good idea. I could uh, recover yeah. some hit points. Yeah, and I'm, um, in 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 any case, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know, I don't know if my current, you know, um, status as dead uh, is is like helping, you know, uh, anybody find us? But I'm I am definitely going to be um, playing it safe and putting on the ring, and I'm going to play with the invisibility. Okay, yeah. As you you put this ring on and it just fades away, uh, and you don't looks like you're not wearing any any ring at all. And uh, Irina still. Uh, so it was looking like Ismark, uh, and she's played with the the hat a little bit, and she's actually uh, she's actually changed her features a little bit, and she she now looks just like a male version of Irina. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> I mean, not a lot, but at least it's not a male I hate. And she's got uh, she gave herself <laughs> a say that to her big bushy black beard or a red beard, I guess, because she's got auburn hair. I'm gonna I'm gonna give her the thumbs up. <laughs> it's like better. It's much better. Uh, all right. So yeah, go ahead and take your short rests. Uh, spend your hit dice. I'm gonna say you're, you're you're each of you are able to take a short rest. Irina is going to take one as well. So you want to take over driving? I could use some downtime. Yeah, sounds good. All right. So Crethen, you take over driving. Um, um, by by the way, I'm like my my hands are like shaking violently and I'm probably not looking great 
I'm not sure if Sprocket would notice, but I just, you know, in case he does. <laughs> you assume he doesn't. You've gone through a lot. <laughs> it's been a rough, uh, what is it, three days? <laughs> Precisely. I kill. I I had a dog um, drag a baby uh, up a stairs until it died. <laughs> oh I, yeah, that, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I got cursed and killed and and helped kill multiple vampires. Got killed by vampires. Um, had a vampire chase me and then burn down half a town. It, it's, it's been a lot. A lot, a lot to process. <laughs> um. So Sprocket's in the, you're in the back. Uh, what are you doing to, um, for your short rest, Sprocket? Well, I've been working on a device. It's uh, starting to take shape now. It uh, comes in the form of a, like a miniature wooden keg. I'm kind of tinkering away at it. Hey, Irina, hand me that wheel. So there's a little, just like, a, say, a three-inch in diameter a metal wheel. She I thought you meant one me. of the wagon wheels, mm-hmm. and I was like, "No." Irina did no. too, and she was like, well, "I don't, the the wheels make the cart go." <laughs> no, that one right there next to you. Oh, oh, the, this disc. Yes, yes. <laughs> so she I attach that to the side of the barrel, tilt it on its side, and uh, there's a little spout on the end. I open up the spout, and out comes. A uh, nice glass of beer. Basically, I just finished uh, at fifth level. I get a wondrous item, and I just created an alchemy jug. Nice. The that's the one that any liquid you want comes out of it, right? Yeah. There's like one, two, three, four, five. Six. There's like ten different liquids I can get out of it. So I uh, I pull a glass of beer, hand it to Irina. Here, try this. That is, that is delicious. What, a, what is this? We're trusting that it's, I would. It, it doesn't taste like wine, but it it has a it has a bite like wine. Yes, this we call this beer. Beer. Normally, yeah, it's a, it it's uh, there's this whole process to brew it. Uh, I've just kind of sped things up a bit. I see. This is this is marvelous, Crethen. Have you had beer? Beer? Yes. Beer is very good. Almost as good as wine. Wait, where'd you get beer? Sprocket has beer. Sprocket, have you been holding out on me? No, I just made it. Here, look. I, I, okay. <laughs> so I, I, pull a, I pour another glass of beer. And it, it's, it's just delicious looking beer. Nice. And I can get up well, to four you. gallons today. Wow. wow. <laughs> That's a lot of beer. <laughs> it is. So I keep the beer that was given to me. You can go into a little business. <laughs> well, it's kind of what uh, gave me the idea. Ever since we've been able to only get wine in these various places, Sprocket's been thinking, huh, I wonder how we could start selling some beer. So I thought, well, if I could come up with a way to make it and bypass all the pesky brewing configurations and whatnot, then, yeah, possibly we could sell some and make some money on the side. Excellent. Nice. 
oh, that reminds me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, since we now have beer, and I very excitedly pass out some good berries from yesterday that I had left over. And everybody kind of looks at me disappointedly. <laughs> I thought it was going to be cheese. <laughs> do you do you eat cheese with beer? You eat cheese with wine. Uh, the right type of cheese would go well with beer. Yeah, I'm something sharp. More of a you know steak and potatoes beer. We have type wolf, of combination. We have wolf, wolf steak. See that'd work. It'd work. Um, as, as you're, you're talking here, uh, and uh, Crethen, you turn back to, to guide the, the cart a little bit. Why don't you give me a uh, a perception check? Nothing to perceive. Just let us go on our way. We'll, we'll find Hopefully out if there's nothing to perceive. Now. And, <laughs> I rolled yeah. an eight, so there's nothing. There is nothing to perceive. <laughs> Yay! We're safe. And uh, you continue on um, through your uh, through this journey you were about halfway uh when the you're finished your beer keg <laughs> there uh sprocket uh you continue for another hour and a half uh you hear some wolves off in the distance but they sound very far away um it's nothing that concerns you really you've you've been hearing wolves ever since you arrived uh, and these ones sound far off and that's when you make it uh to a clearing where you can see the uh, you can see a lake that stretches out uh, almost a mile, uh, surrounded by trees in some spots and uh, large hills on the other side of it, leading up to a mountain to the uh, the north of this lake that you can see sticking out above the trees, and along a dirt causeway that goes out into the lake. Uh, a couple hundred feet uh, there is an island at the end of it standing standing quite tall is this uh, this tower that just looks ancient like it's sag- sagging under under its weight uh, the weight of itself and it just looks like it's been here forever uh, there is a wooden scaffolding that is surrounding it that looks rotted away uh, and it kind of curves around the outside of this this rounded tower and right parked right out in front of the door of this tower you see a purple vistani wagon uh what do you uh what do you do crethen you were leading the way here i'm i'm so okay so i'm 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 actually getting a little excited because um uh we were told with uh, Madam Eve, uh, Eva's uh, Taroka reading, that we might find some help from a, a Vistani war, uh, a Vistani uh, here, and so that's exciting. But I'm going to try to restrain myself and and stop and stop the uh, the cart, and I'm going to get out. And it's been it's been pretty rainy, and so. My rainy and cold. You cold enough to see your breath. Yeah. So my um, my assumption is that if 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 anybody else has been around here, then they're going to have laid some pretty obvious tracks. 
uh, in the mud. And so I'm just going to kind of take a, a quick glance around to see if, like, you know, there's also a bunch of orc tracks heading into the tower. Give me a, uh, a survival. When the wagon stops, I jump out, see what's going on. and I rolled a 20. A 20. All right. So before uh, along the shores of this lake, uh, you see the um, the tracks from a wagon, uh, presumably this one that lead across the causeway. Um, they look like they've been been here several days. They, they looked a little washed out. Uh, you also see footprints from wolves and much larger wolf footprints all around here. Uh, it doesn't seem to be any direction in particular, and there's so many of them, and they're of different uh, different ages uh, that you it, it'd be impossible to count how many uh, have passed through here. But quite quite a lot. There seems to be lots of wolf activity around here. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a moment to, um, okay, to, to use primeval awareness, uh, to try to note any undead. And I will also just be double checking to make sure I'm not popping up in that, (laughs) that, uh, that catalog. Okay. Uh, yeah, go it's, ahead. It's a one one mile radius. One mile. Um, yeah. one mile. Uh, everything looks clear and quiet here. Um, it's cold and rainy. Uh, you guys left about nine. Um, uh, nine a.m. Uh, you, you would assume you don't have clocks, so. And it's been about six hours. Okay. So it's about about three in the afternoon. Still overcast, rainy, and cold. Uh, it seems to be getting colder. Uh, the more you head west, the colder it gets. Um, <laughs> and you have you have noticed it's the elevation has been going up slightly. And yeah, here you are in front of this uh, causeway that leads to the tower uh, with the wagon parked out front. What do you do? Should we Jump do go. the hello thing? <laughs> um, yes. Hello. Hello. It's kind of far away. Maybe we should walk up. Uh, there is no response. All right. I'm going to start walking forward, showing my hands, you know, no, no weapons drawn or anything. Just kind of trying to make it clear that I come in peace. Are you, um, are you out of the wagon? You're leaving the wagon on the shore and walking across yeah. the causeway? Because it, it is yeah, a, already- wide, uh, a wide berth. I mean, there's a wagon. Yeah. That have ri- driven up it already. So no, I, I had already jumped out of the wagon, but I'm going to stay out of the wagon. Okay, um, I'll hop on the wagon and start to ride it in, following like 20 feet behind. Okay, yeah, you, you don't uh, you don't see anything. Give me uh, give me another perception check. 21. I am rolling well tonight. Yeah, you are. 19. 21 and a 19. Uh, as you're uh, approaching. Um, and you're looking all around, uh, both of you, Sprocket and, uh, and Crethen. And let me roll for Irina, too. A three. <laughs> Irina's in the wagon. She's a little tipsy. <laughs> yeah, she, she drank, she's been drinking beer this whole time, and uh, it's, it's hitting her a little harder than, than the wine. <laughs> she's, she's back there 
with her like like beer in her beard you know <laughs> going 99 bottles of beer on the wall <laughs> well that's canon now she's drunk disadvantage <laughs> she, she has the poisoned condition um the uh as you're looking around you see uh in the woods behind you along the path you s- catch the silhouette of a figure a human figure uh, hiding in the woods, watching you. Hello there. There's a you. You see it quickly duck, and you hear some rustling in the in the bushes. And then uh, a, a moment later, there's a. Uh, uh, oh, y- y- yes, h- h- hello. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I was, I was following you, uh, and stepping out from the woods. Um, is a, a burly man with uh, these black and gray mutton chops uh, and a, uh, a hand axe that he's got over his shoulder. Um, he says, I, I, uh, I, I apologize for, for following you, but uh, don't often see people around here. You aren't going to attack us with any plants, are you? <laughs> oh, no, no, of course not. You... <laughs> You you must have run into the druids, huh? Hmm. Is he dressed like Vistani? Uh, no, he is dressed. Uh, he's dressed like a commoner. Where, where do you come from? Says I. Uh, I have a camp uh, just just north of uh, Lake Bartok here. I, uh, I'm a lumberjack. What what uh-huh. brings you to this area? This is not a not a safe place for travelers. No, we're just trying to find shelter. We think uh, we we were hoping to meet a friend here. I see. Have uh, you seen anybody else? There was a uh, there were, was a woman who uh, who came here in that wagon not too long ago, but I uh, didn't stick around to see that uh, that tower is bad news. Oh yeah, what's inside? I don't know. I've never been. We, uh, we we don't go near it. Hmm. What uh, what business do you have in the tower? Like I said, we're just just meeting a friend, and hoping to hoping to get get on down the road to somewhere a little bit more safe. Now that would uh, that would be advisable. Uh, if I were you, I'd head back to Velaki. That's the safest place around here. Oh, not anymore, I'm afraid. Well, half of it is. <laughs> you haven't I, heard the news? I uh, No, I, I've i been out I'm in a, the woods looking for, for some trees to cut. Oh, the, the, their, their most recent festival, some, I don't know what happened. Some fireworks went off or something, and good good fourth of the cha- uh, town burned down. He, uh, when he shakes, says, with that? Sorry, when he said he was looking for trees to cut, I pointedly look at all the trees everywhere. <laughs> he uh uh he he chuckles a little bit uh and he he, he says uh, I'm I'm looking for good hardwood trees get more money that way for them and anyone mm. can take these basic pine trees so I walk up to a tree and tap on it <laughs> when it is just hard or that is, that is a, a pine tree ah yes okay softwood I get your meaning now I'm a bit of a carpenter myself was, did I hear 
Did I hear Irina opening another beer? Yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> um, five bottles of beer on the wall. <laughs> he. Uh, What's your name, sir? It's, oh, excuse me for, for being so rude. My name is Jopa. Hail and well met, Joba. And uh, who who uh, who may I ask are you? I am Gadget, and this is my friend Krethic. Gadget and Krethic, uh, peculiar names. Uh, and, and who is in the wagon? Well, well, Isaac. Isaac, yeah. Isaac, I see. There's a hiccup Isaac. from the Isaac. wagon. A- Isaac has been drinking. Ah. It's been a long journey. We uh, we had to leave. We had to leave Vilaki because of the fire. Well, and I, uh, we never quite stopped celebrating. If you know what I mean. Do you like I beer? See. I see. Uh, I don't know this this beer that you speak of. Is it a a food? A uh, beverage. beverage. The finest beverage. I I suppose I will have some. It's like it's like wine, but it'll put hair on your chest. I give him a mug of beer. I'm sure you uh, don't have a problem with that. Says, uh, thank you. Uh, he, he smells it and takes a sip and says, this is delicious. Well, thank you. It's my own concoction. Uh, fantastic. This is a delicious beer. Tell me, uh, are you, you, do you intend to stay here long? Uh, I, I simply ask because these, these woods are dangerous at night. Uh, there are werewolves about. That you <laughs> werewolves? No, you, you you know, part man, part wolf. I'd heard of them, but I didn't ah, know they like existed. Yes. There oh, you, you knew about them? You didn't tell me. Why would I tell you? Because <laughs> they're around <laughs> I, here. I oh, just assumed well, you knew. No, no, we will not be staying long. Um, well, I, as you as you can tell from our accents, we're not from around here, and. It's our first time through the area. Well, I, I hope you're properly armed to deal with these uh, these lycanthropes. You are uh, yeah, yeah. properly armed, right? Uh, what 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 would what would one need against the uh, lycanthropes? I uh, I believe I have heard they they uh, are susceptible to silver weapons. Oh yeah yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, Isaac had some had some of that. So very good. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be we'll be fine against the the, the lycanthropes. Very good, very good. It sounds like you have everything under control. Uh, I uh, I should be getting back. It it will be late soon by that, and I want to get back before dark. Uh, be safe and well met, friends. You as well. Very well. And he uh, trudges off through the woods. So if the common folk travel by day, it's probably fairly safe around here. Yeah. Well, it's nowhere to go but up. I look up. Whose wagon is parked outside the tower? And is this place as safe as it seems? Find out next time on Dice and Dreary. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also help us keep making this show by joining us on Patreon. 
Kai from the Techno Funk Boy has been uploading videos for our patrons about the making of the soundtrack of this show. There's also many other bonuses for becoming a patron and more on the way. For more info, check out patreon.com slash diceanddreary or diceanddreary.com. Thank you.